but here, on the very rim of known space, justice is a long way away. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. And joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. I have no memory of this place. (laughs) That's going to be my life going forward. Your co-host, Julie. Hello from the frozen north. (laughs) Apparently, it's not the only frozen place. Uh, Your co-host, Thorsten. Uh, I'm on the acid layer of ice right now. (laughs) Hello, by the way. (laughs) Your co-host, Jacob. Do you see torpedo boats? (laughs) And uh, your co-host, David. Continuing from last week. Here comes the snow. Yeah, apparently uh, a lot of people are getting socked in right now. I I feel for you. Company included. I feel I feel for you guys. One of the reasons I was so happy to move away from Pennsylvania is snow. I hate snow with a fiery passion. Hate it so much. I I hate it almost as much as sand. I'm like I I I agree with Anakin in that thing. I really hate sand. It's cold center off, and it gets everywhere. Uh huh. But I also hate snow. So now, now I feel for you guys because you guys are a lot of you are are really see, sound like you're socked in. I think four of us, uh, except for Spaz and me, uh, are dealing with snow right now. So uh, you have my sympathies. It's uh, rather chilly. You have my sympathies. And it's just going to get worse as climate change just gets crazier and crazier. So yeah. En- en- enjoy en- enjoy the floods that are coming my friends um <laughs> hey but in the short term they made some profit <laughs> the- good job good good job Yay. for the shareholders good job don't we want to maximize shareholder value isn't that what we're all here for and um, yet the gas prices are still only going up well you know i mean if a ceo doesn't have a record profit this quarter what are we all doing well, I mean, if we're not supporting the, the landed gentry, what are we doing? I mean, <laughs> anyway. I'm happy. Anyway, enough of it. Uh, not, welcome to anti-capitalist cast where we, uh, <laughs> we, we rail against the ruling. It's every day around here. We're, we're, we're in, we rail against, <laughs> where we rail against the ruling class and tell you where to find the best bargain guillotines. Anyway, um, <laughs> Guillotines in this economy? <laughs> you know what? If you buy the if you buy them if you buy the parts slowly over time, it doesn't cost as much. Oh, like an IKEA brand guillotine. Exactly. Like buy buy yeah, the blade sure. buy the blade one month. Buy some wood the next month. You know, spread it out. Eventually, you have a full guillotine. Um, <laughs> and some places take payment plans. Anyway, <laughs> I want to. I wonder what IKEA would call their guillotine if IKEA had a guillotine. <laughs> what do you think? Louis. Kake. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> it's Louis, but with like a bunch of umlauts on, over each letter. <laughs> uh, hello, friends. Uh, this, this week we're doing a check-in. We decided for our mental health, and because they're actually fun to do, or, yeah, and because they're actually fun, uh, every so often, four to six weeks, we'll do a check-in where we talk about how we're doing, what we're playing. We'll talk to you guys in the chat about how you're doing and what you're playing. 
uh, just basically it's see how we're all doing, talk about what's going on in our lives, you know, help each other. Cause that's the only way we'll get through this, uh, you know, until capitalism falls is by supporting each other, you know? And then when capitalism falls, we'll take up the torches and rakes and pitchforks and uh, put the ruling class against the wall. But until then, <laughs> until then, we need to. Can we, we fire them out out of a cannon and into the sun? That, that would be great, right? We'd have to build a cannon. Like I think I keep thinking. Whenever you say that, and other people say that, I'm like, how do we build a cannon that can fire something into the sun? That's a big. There, cannon. there is a there is a behind the bastards episode about uh, a guy who tried to build a cannon to fire into space. Ooh. Ooh. Go. Oh, I, I imagine not very well. <laughs> Probably not great. <laughs> um, uh, let's just say Saddam Hussein was involved and it was the first. Oh, Gulf that War. one. No, I know. I know about I it. Do not, you know what I'm talking about. I do not know this episode. <laughs> You'll have to tell me later. Okay. Tell, me, tell me off. Yeah, we'll tell you later. Because yeah, yeah. there's so many behind the bastards. I haven't listened to it's a bit folks behind the <laughs> bastards is a podcast. And it's a tremendous podcast. It is. It, it will comfort you in the fact that nothing has changed while also enrage you in the fact that nothing has changed. So it is a delightful. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very. Funny. Yeah. It's, it's so funny, but also enlightening. Um, anyway, so we're going to do these every so often where we talk about how we're doing and what we're playing. I guess I will start. Uh, I'm tired. You guys, I, I took a staycation at the end of December, which I thought would be like a week of nothing, but it was the opposite of that because my family is pop. My, my wife's family is popular and they actually have, you know, friends quote unquote. Friend. Uh. Yeah, I know. They actually like know people. They like have friends since they've been in elementary school. Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> like that's that's so alien to me. I can't. I'm not even kidding. That's so alien to me. I can't even tell you. But like Nicole's friend, Nicole's still friends with people since she went to elementary school. I'm like, how, how do you do that? Um, so we had many social events with them. It's like I just want to do nothing. Can we just sit at home and do nothing? And out of the entire week, there was only like two days where we did nothing. And I'm. I'm still burnt out. I'm still tired. I feel I need to set aside another week at some point just to do nothing because going out of a, like I went on a cruise last year and that is not relaxing for me. I don't know about you guys, but traveling is the opposite of relaxing for me. I, I enjoy traveling. Well, I enjoy the actually when I'm at a place, the getting to the place. I fucking hate all of that. <laughs> Airports, airplanes, hate it all. But once I'm there, I'm, I'm okay. Um, but like, I can't, I don't relax while I'm away from home and away from all my stuff and my cats, you know, I don't relax. So I'm, I'm wiped. Um, so I feel like I'm slowly recovering from that, but like, I'm just so tired. You guys, I'm just so tired. Uh, but it's not all bad. I'm just tired. <laughs> Mostly. I'm just sleepy. Um, I mean, it's part of the reason we haven't had guests for a while. Well, well, we haven't scheduled. It's, because, it's not just, know. it's not just that there, nothing has really excited me enough to want to have, I, 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 I hate to say this, but like, there are a lot of, there's a lots of good stuff coming out, but lately I haven't seen anything. It's like, I want to talk to them. I just haven't felt that lately. Maybe, and maybe it's because I'm tired of burnt out. You know, maybe it's a side effect of that. I, I don't know. I, I think it's certainly a factor. Yeah. It sure. might be a factor, but like, I haven't seen anything 
lately where it's like, we got to have them on. Like, I just haven't seen anything to that's like gotten but, me like, but Ooh. To be fair, you know, to be fair, it's also part of the reason why uh, we haven't done any uh, land party streams in a while. It's, it's for the same sort of reason you've been burnt out and that's been, uh, yeah, that's, that's made a lot of other stuff just seem like, well, if we do that, we're devoting time to it, but is it going to be fun? It, it may still be fun, but not as fun as if you, as if it would be if you were not burned out. So yeah. maybe well, we'll return to the when you're not burned out. Maybe we're, we won't. We'll just have to see. I, I think we need to. Re- I think at one point when we do, am I st- do I still sound garbled, Thorsten, or do I, am I sounding okay? Uh, for uh, me, you sound a bit garbled. Sounds good. It there was there was background noise earlier, but it had stopped. But now, yeah, that's I. I've I've tried my best to, folks. I apologize. There's construction going on, like right outside my window. I've done my best to filter it out as as best I can. But you you might hear some of it when I talk. I apologize for that. It might make me sound a little like because there's it's so loud outside, but it's inconsistent. Like right now, there's nothing. But up oh, there it goes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but there it goes. Um, so, so I apologize for that, but the other thing with the land party is there, there an hour would go by and no one in the chat would say anything, which like leads me to believe that very few people are watching. So I think we right. need to, I think we need to, I think it's not just my burnout. I think we ought to maybe revisit that format. I, I'm not against going back to it at some point, but taking a break, I think, and reevaluating is a good thing. How we do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That might, that might change. Yeah. And, yeah. Maybe, maybe putting it to the community as to whether or not we do a return anytime soon and maybe have know, the let com- them vote on it because if they, yeah. And maybe but, have them vote on what we play. Like that's play, possibility what, play what interests them, you know, not just, I mean, we, we have a lot of varied interest and we have a lot of, but maybe you guys don't want to see your EDF anymore. I don't know, but I mean, Maybe we talk to the community about it. A uh, little behind, little inside baseball here, folks. Sorry, um, that's what these kind of. Well, I mean, but it, this is also a thing where part of it's the part of the community because if yeah. you know if we if we don't if we don't talk about this with the community if they don't know why we're not doing it, then they're not invested in the right. idea of whether or not we return to it. So it makes more sense for us to talk about it like this. Yeah, and I will be honest, having. It's been nice to have a break from it. I'll be perfectly honest. It's been yeah. nice to have a break from it because like now, I, now my Fridays are like, Oh, I can just get my work done. This is nice. You know? <laughs> so, so, um, it has been nice having a break from it. Um, but yeah, I, I have been burnt out and it hasn't been Fabulous, but I mean, th- there are things there are ups there are things that are helping. Like I just discovered a show called Northern Exposure for the first time, which I had never seen, but um, it hit Prime recently, first time on streaming ever, apparently, because of all the music. Yeah. And um, I liked it so much, I sought out the UK DVDs because that's the way you can get all the original music. <laughs> it costs a lot more than the American DVDs. But I think it'll be worth it because like I'm listening to it. I'm watching the, the episode. It's good. But then they start playing these covers of these songs. I'm like, what is this? Oh, music licensing. It's always fucked up with music licensing. So 
it just took, it just, just, it was enough to be distracting. So I think it's worth spending the extra money to get a, uh, a set. Cause I have a region free player, which is nice. Um, and I've returned to gun. That's why I have gunship streaming. I took a break from gunship 2000 after, uh, I finished streaming it cause I didn't want to burn out on it, you know, cause I had been playing it a lot on and off stream. Uh, but I, after recording the footage for last week's show, I'm like, wow, I think this is what I've wanted to, I think this is what I've been wanting to be playing lately. So I started playing it on my laptop and my desktop and my hand 386. I've got three different campaigns going. <laughs> and you know what? I've really been enjoying it. <laughs> I might That's find, good. I might find a way to get the same campaign on all three devices. And I think what I might have to do is put it on a USB stick. And then when I want to play on my hand 386, I copy it over from the USB stick <laughs> and then, and then copy it back when I'm done, <laughs> which might be a bit too much. Uh, I'm going to see how that goes because you know, the hand 386 doesn't have any, uh, any kind of online anything. So I'd have to actually physically copy the files over. <laughs> um, I, th I think that would be worth it. So yeah, I've just been, Returned to Gunship 2000, which I think I have now decided is my favorite flight sim. Like, period. Like, I think Gunship 2000 has become just my favorite flight sim slash game. Period. I just love it that much. Um, so, I've been playing that and Taxi Knot a lot. Taxi Knot had a big uh, had a big update recently, where you could have multiple clones now, and you could also. Buy thing. I don't know why they're called gongs. Excuse me. But if you eat a gong, you get a like a genetic bonus. Like maybe you can warp a little farther, or maybe you can scan a little farther. Like apparently they're like plus ones to this and plus twos to that. Uh, hey, Moscow. Hey, Moscow. <laughs> speaking of taxi speaking knot. Of speaking of taxi knot. Uh, yeah, I love that new update, man. Uh, so, uh, I don't know what the updates do. Like I got a plus one to information. I have no idea what that does, but, uh, I've been enjoying the new update. Uh, and I bought a new house, uh, in the game. It's closer to the, um, the freeway. <laughs> uh, Hey, Ferd, EF 2000 is still my favorite, uh, jet sim. I love EF 2000. Don't get me wrong, but I think, if I had to pick one sim to be struck, stuck with on a desert island for the rest of my life, it would be Gunship 2000 because it's, there's just so much to it. You could play this for years and never play the same mission. I mean, I'm sure it'll get repetitive after a while, but uh, I, I, just, I just love it too much. And yeah, Mozgrom, it's always good to see you. Um, but yeah, I've been playing basically a lot of uh, Gunship 2000 and Taxing out of late. And uh, I, I just, they're, they're both so good. And I, I can't wait because EF, I mean, um, Inquisitor is going to have a new thing later this month where instead of a new season, I think the game is going to kind of go into maintenance mode soon because there aren't going to be any new seasons, but you can replay all of the old seasons whenever you want now. Um, and they're also saying the offline mode is coming soon. So I have a feeling Inquisitor might go into maintenance mode soon. So I'll probably be playing a lot of that. Uh, hopefully that'll lead to an Inquisitor too. 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the fact that people are still playing Inquisitor 1 six years after it left early access is astounding to me. Um, so, so that's great. So that's how I'm doing. And, and chat, please, um, and chat, please, um, feel free to tell us what you're, do- how you're doing and what you're playing. This is about as much about you as you guys is about us. We want to talk to each other and see how y'all are doing. So please chime in and tell us how you're doing and what you're playing as well. Um, so I guess we'll just go around the table, the virtual table. Spaz, like, how are you doing and what are you playing? I've uh, been playing a lot of Sailing Era, streaming it on the Discord. I and, saw that. Uh, I, a lot I, is an <laughs> understatement. <laughs> a lot is an understatement. Over the weekend, on one of the days over the weekend, it was a 14-hour straight stream. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I will and I keep thought- on going with that. And I thought I liked boats a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sailing areas is uh, the, the main thing I've been playing recently. And that will change next week. Once uh, like a dragon infinite wealth comes out, because then I will be streaming that on discord every day. Uh, is Oh, that's out. That's coming out next week. Oh my God. That will be next, clo- next Thursday as we are uh, live with this. Right oh my now. god so, that close yeah oh yeah oh I, it's it's in my library it's pre-ordered i am waiting <laughs> to install it uh what is sorry i didn't hear it like uh, a dragon infinite wealth ah of course yeah well it'll be nice not seeing you respond to external contact for about a week oh no i will be streaming it on discord every day ah, so that's the <laughs> only way we will be able to keep you keep in contact with you <laughs> well, I'm already on Discord every day. Touche. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. But yeah, I, I, I expect long, long streams at least eight hours a day, typically. <laughs> expect damn. that. Wow, that's... I, I wish I had that stamina, but I, I, I don't know if there's... Uh, I can't even sleep for straight eight straight hours. You know, I, there's nothing I can do for eight straight hours. <laughs> I don't sleep for two hours straight most days, so oh, I, I have no idea what that's like. <laughs> I, I literally have no idea what that's like. Yeah. Um. Side note, Mozgrom, uh, I, I don't know if you can get an email for a Discord message, but you can get an email for, I think you can get an email for like when a YouTube person goes live or when a, a Twitch goes live, I think you can get an email or a notification about that. If you I think, yeah, if you subscribe to notifications um, and, and there is a YouTube event, like when Brian creates the event for an upcoming stream, usually the previous day, you can click on the get notification for this or a reminder uh, for when that happens. The other way to do it is if you have email notifications on for Twitch, then you will get that you'll get that notification as well. It might happen five minutes into the stream, but it, you'll still get it. You know what it almost will make sense? I know Discord just laid a lot of people off, so this will probably not happen. But wouldn't it be I don't know if it'd be too much, but it would be handy if like you got an email when you were mentioned. You know what I mean? Like Oh, I might not be on Discord right now, but 
Um, I got mentioned an hour ago, you know, like Slack sounds like a way to have your inbox be filled to the literal gills. Yeah. Or maybe it depends on, it depends on how many servers you're on because if some people do, uh, pinging everyone on their server whenever they post a game announcement and you're on a few yeah. thousand servers. Yeah, there would have to be, customiz- be there would have to be customization. Slack does that, which is handy. Like like Slack will send you an email, hey you've missed a few messages in this one channel. And that's handy because that's what we use for work. So um so that's handy. But I it would have to be very customizable if they ever implemented it. But they probably never will because Discord they're very, they're very slow on implementing features that don't cost us money. So, uh, <laughs> as much as I would love like a calendar and a reminder system, it's probably never going to happen. Um, right. So, yeah. So besides playing a lot of sailing era, you doing okay? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it life is going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it, it is proceeding as, as quarantine has planned. Uh, what, what did Martok say? My, uh, my, uh, my, dis- my, not my disintegration, but my, my something continues apace. What, what did, how did he say it? Um, I think I know the line you're referring to, but I can't remember how. He, yeah. Uh, it's when he, it's when we first meet his wife and, yes. uh, and he says like my, my, can't remember it now but um but yeah you know what i'm talking about that's that's how life feels sometimes for me too it's like my uh <laughs> let me see it man i can look up the line anyway yeah no i get it uh ah uh, my deterioration is proceeding apace there it is there we go <laughs> one of the best lines in star trek if you ask me that's I I'm, I feel horrible that I couldn't remember it, but it's such a dumb. <laughs> God, I love that line so much. <laughs> so yeah, some days I, that's how I feel like my deterioration is proceeding apace. <laughs> I get and that's part of the reason why I've been I've been streaming as much as I have. I mean, it's usually about eight hours a day uh, at least. Uh, sometimes it's split into two sessions, but uh, it it's been helping with a lot of the stuff I have going on that I'm able to focus and do that. Yeah, no, I, I can totally understand that. So, Selling Era must be a pretty big game if you're able to stream it so much. There are four main characters in the base game, one character added by DLC. And each one has their own story, which can typically be done in about 10 to 12 hours, give or take. But if you're doing a lot of other side stuff, side missions, there are plenty of those. Lots of of, uh, uh, land explorations you can do and discoveries to find, uh, characters to recruit. Uh, You can literally recruit Blackbeard, the pirate, Blackbeard, because... Uh, one of the storylines is to uh, attack the Spanish treasure fleet. Uh, and after you've done that, you can recruit Blackbeard because, well, yeah, that's something that he did, uh, that, he, that he was involved with, not necessarily the attacking of the, the treasure fleet, but that era, that area of the world. So it kind of fits in with that story. 
and there's an economic sim that goes along with that where uh towns will go into a few months of economic boom or economic depression and you can make a lot of money doing uh free trading you can set up guilds you can set up trade fleets once you've upgraded those guilds enough you literally invest in the towns in order to build them up and get those trade fleets up and running and once you do they do trading for you while you're out in the rest of the world doing stuff it's there's a lot going on so many layers to it and that's one of the reasons why i'm able to spend so much time doing it all right i'll definitely get it next time it's on sale because it does look totally great. worth it. And, and most of us love boats around here. Love boats. So, <laughs> <laughs> so much good stuff with boats. Um, all right. Uh, Julie, how are you doing and what are you playing? Well, first off, I want to say that it is Arctic cold here. Frosty <laughs> the snowman couldn't take this cold. Also, I will say my. PTSD continues at base, but that is mostly because if the Congress of the United States doesn't get its act together by the end of the week, I may have a first forced long time off. Wait, I thought they I thought they dealt with that. Is it is it is it undealt with? I, I thought they I thought they voted yeah. to deal with that. Yesterday, if they voted on it, it could be this morning. Uh, yesterday, the OMB uh, said that uh, they had worked out some kind of a deal, but they had to vote on it. And because of inclement weather, all the offices in in Washington, D.C., including our own, were closed, period, and they called off any vote. And if they have voted on it and passed it through the House and the Senate today, I'm overjoyed, and it won't happen, and that'll be great. <sighs> other, than, other than that, uh, playing a little Conan Exiles, I understand there's someone in our community that wanted to play Conan Exiles. Started to use it as kind of a it's kind of a building game, and I thought, well, if I'm doing that, why don't I just play a city builder or something? And I uh, went back to X4 a little bit. But the problem is going back with such a, a a complex game is it's not like riding a bicycle. You know, you got to kind of pick everything up again. You know, and say, how does this work again? How does this work again? And uh, I played it through, I guess, the proper way once where they say, do all the quests, you know, and uh, get the drones to destroy all the humans. And like I said, another podcast, my work is done here. So uh, there's one storyline I haven't played through that I've started and where uh, you go out and someone says, well, you know, we don't think you'll ever make anything of yourself. And I forget the name of the alien race. And they say, here's a little factory lowest end for you. And uh, here's a cargo ship. And here's a transport ship. Try not to blow yourself up. And uh, so I started that. Uh, the other thing that's involved a lot of my time, and that is uh, I've started to get comments back from 
the beta readers. So I started in on the edit that goes to the first editor and it's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be. And there's a tendency to go through it and say, wow, you know, I really can't write with a tinker's dam, but, uh, worked on the book for a year and a half. So, um, determined to get it out there this, this year and all the deals to get it published or set up. Other than that, I went back to a game I couldn't afford to play when I was growing up because we didn't have enough money, and now I can. And and Spaz says he'll defend me if anybody says, ah, it's a kid's game. I've been playing Pokemon Shining Pearl, and I have been enjoying it. Which one is... Okay, when did that one come out? Because there's so many Pokemon games, I can't even... I it's can't a Switch even... game that came out a few years ago. That's it's a remake of another Pokemon game from the Game Boy era, and I don't remember what it's a remake of, but it's kind of like uh, a isometric 3D remake, which kind of put off a lot of players because they said, "Well, you know, why are you going back to the whole isometric thing when uh, they've got 3D now?" But the problem with the 3D game is the people who made the game last version is Pokemon Violet. They said, "Well, it's broken. We'll get around to fixing it one day." And I said, "Well, I'll get around to buying it one day after you get around to fixing it." And uh, what we talked about in the other podcast is for briefly is that there is sort of a a revival I think in older games in classic games that have really interest people like say well you know it's an old kind of nostalgia factor and uh, you know isometric games is how I started out back when. Uh, back when the two big games were ever uh were world of warcraft and ultima online and so you know it's kind of nice to go back and uh a little bit of the old nostalgia factor as well so that's basically what's been involving my time <sighs> oh yeah i haven't played a pokemon game god i don't remember the last one i played oh it was pokemon conquest which I think is on the DS. Uh, which is, is on the DS, yeah. Yeah, really good. It's like it's like a Pokemon war game. It's so good. Fancy. <laughs> yeah, the it was time. good. Well, I was just going to say the last time I played <laughs> one was decades ago on a 12-hour flight to Japan when I and everybody from our temple were kind of shoehorned into the cheap seats. And... Uh, Game Boy didn't last all the way to Japan, but a good portion of the way. Oh, yeah. I don't think you can. Could you plug those in to run them on a. I probably weren't plugs back in the plans back then, were there? No, not at the time. No, no. I doubt it. <laughs> You'd have to bring a lot of batteries. A lot of batteries. Yeah, I just brought batteries with me and you know, you bring that's that's your only option, you know, and and back back in the day, because I'm we're flying over the Pacific Ocean. This was like my first big trip uh that wasn't in uh you know, O D Green. And uh, I asked the stewardess, I said, Well well, where are we? And she laughed at me. And I said <laughs> 
really and now when you travel they've got a little screen you can bring it up on the back of the seat and you it tracks where you're at and i said yeah see told you baby that seat because a lot of people want to know people are interested in where they're flying and and if the plane goes down where they have to get their way back from (laughs) well a part of it is also because they integrated those screens in so that uh, people who were, uh, because they they added the ability to uh, make calls. So, uh, you know, you can make a phone call from the flight and knowing where you are is a good way to be able to tell people who are going to be, say, picking you up from the airport or who you're meeting at the airport. This is where I am now. You know, if, if you're having to make that call. That's one of the reasons why they added that in, because it, if they're going to add in TV screens anyway so that people can watch movies or TV on, on a flight, then they might as well be able to, to put in trackers for uh, where the plane is now and integrate that so that, you know, if people want to take a nap too, that's the other reason. Oh, I have another hour or so I can sleep, that kind of thing. Halfway over the Pacific, six more hours go to Narita, to go to Narita Airport. You may as well get some sleep. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine flying that long. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, the deal is I belong to a Buddhist temple, and, you know, it's like this. Everybody in the Buddhist temple is going to uh, the opening of what, if it were a Catholic thing, it would have been the mother house. And uh, it took the founder of the order like 80 years and his daughter to, between him and his daughter, to finally build this thing. And it's like size of soldier field. And uh, so it's a big deal to go there. And, but most of my time has been involved in trying to get this book out. And when I started a year and a half ago, I had no idea it was going to take this much effort to get at least a good book out. So, yeah, I I I know people who have written books and gotten them uh, published. It's it's yeah, it's it takes a lot of work. <laughs> All right, um, Thorsten, what about you? How are you doing, and what are you playing? Uh, I'm starting with weather. Uh, we had a pretty interesting black ice situation today. Oh, God. Uh, I hate that shit. Yeah. Uh, it was inches thick. What? I mean, the, 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 yeah. So the, the ground was frozen and uh, there was a lot of rain coming coming down. On on snow, uh, I have to mention uh, uh, too, because uh, that, was, that was really interesting this morning. But uh, gladly, the situation didn't last that long. At least not, not that long uh, as uh, was expected. Uh, I mean, uh, they expected it to last the whole day, and it was it was basically only a few hours. So okay. uh, we were lucky again. <laughs> Personally, uh, I'm struggling uh, a, a bit currently. I'm, I'm fighting with my depression again. Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't. I don't know uh, really the reason about it, and and or why. Uh, I guess it's it, it was the whole situation last year uh, that brought me to this point again. 
Uh, it's not as bad as it could be, but um, I feel it. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Ah, you, can't, you can't do anything about that. Uh, playing is interesting. Uh, I'm mostly playing currently uh, Scavenger as before. That's my winter game, as it, as it seems. Well, because oh, I always wow. play December and, December and January. <laughs> Every year, and that's a, that's a, a lot of time. And another game I rediscovered. I've played it before and, and played it before on on uh, an Android device. Is Morphite. I link it in the. Hey, what's chat. it? Hey, what's it called? Morphite. Morphite. Yeah, you did even a stream back then. Oh yeah, this one. Yes, that's 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 a pretty interesting game. I didn't even know that it uh, was uh, uh, published on, on on Windows. I thought it was a mobile only, but uh, it's pretty fun to play it again on on uh, on a Windows system. And yeah. uh, oh, I vaguely remember this game. I, if you could describe it, it's it's an uh, it's like a No Man's Sky ultralight. Very ultra light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's very. Uh, it looks like it has creepy crawlies, but it didn't bother me at the time. Uh, yeah, God, when did this come out? Oh God, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> no wonder I don't remember. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty it's a pretty old game. Again, I, I've I've played it I've played it uh, uh, a lot of times on on my mobile device. And uh, Julie, by the way, it's it's on the Switch. And uh, I love a lot of the gameplay. I mean, it's a bit crude, but uh, it's interesting enough. And uh, what's uh, and I love also the the, um, uh, the low poly graphics. I'm I'm a bit of a sucker in that in that regard. It's kind of funny. I would put this like almost the opposite side of the spectrum as Scavenger SV4. <laughs> They're like <laughs> two sides of a coin because <laughs> one is very terrifying and the other is very casual. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you if you could put it that way. I mean, uh, both are about exploration. If you if you look, uh, that's look true. At. That's true. That's true. I will just, I will never play Scavenger again. Oh my God. I, I do. Oh my God. Oh boy. Oh my God. So yeah. the only real thing in Scavenger is uh, that, that gets me every time is a, is a jump scare. If you, if you get one of the, uh, one of the certain uh, artifacts you, you scavenge. <laughs> but, oh God. Uh, the other stuff, but the other stuff is, is, is pretty chill for me. Ugh. Just the way that thing was banging against the door. Like, <laughs> like just, just, oh my God. <laughs> it just wanted to give you a hug. Yeah, on my face. His name is, yeah, it's, his name is, his name is Billy. You just wanted to say hi. It's cute. No, it isn't. No, it wasn't. Oh my God. It was not cute. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you don't know what we're talking about, the la my last episode of Scavenger SV4, if you want to go look it up, something came up with the probe I sent down to the planet. It started not pounding against like the window of where the drone bay, and like I couldn't see it. It was just for 10 minutes, just knocking, like just an incessant knocking. And 
And so I closed every door. I hope it couldn't get to me. And then, ju- then this little spidery thing jumps on the window. I scream and kill the game. I will never touch it again. I will never, ever, ever touch it again. If you want to, if you want to see a laugh at what a wuss I am, go seek that video out because yeah, you'll just you'll laugh at me crying at a video game for twenty minutes because it legitimately scared the pants off me. Like it scared me so much. Um, and I got it's a great game. I can't I can't gush about it enough. Um, wait, Ferd, what? Hang on, sorry, Ferd. You asked for a printed Starfleet Two manual. How how did that happen? Did you did you get a printed PDF or something? Or huh? I don't know how you would do that. Um, I get. I guess you could take the PDF to a print shop. I guess that would be the most sensible way of doing it. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I'm doing that uh, 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 sometimes because it's cheaper to 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 uh, get it to a print shop or a copy shop and uh, get it printed out there than than to print it out on uh, yeah on your logistics own, on your own uh, 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 printer. Yeah, that makes sense. And especially if like it's cheaper than trying to find a copy on eBay, you know, or something. Um, Good luck with that. I did see a copy of Starfleet Two. That was only the box and manuals the other day. And the person trying no discs, like, I don't know why you would need the discs, but the person was trying to sell that for $50. I'm like, no, goodness. <laughs> no, come on, man. If, if the discs aren't in there, don't be asking 50 bucks. Like if the discs were in there, maybe even though there's no way to read them, um, unless somehow you can, I don't know, build a five and a quarter inch floppy drive to USB thing. Um, Cause you can't buy one. Um, I guess you've checked. I have actually, you can get three and a quarter inch floppy USB drives. I'm not even making that up. You can, I don't know why, but you can, but not five and a quarter inch. Uh, not probably for legacy devices. I think probably cause they're legacy machine. Yeah. Because they can. Yeah. Yeah, if you if you have a legacy machine, then you're custom built for that already. Yeah, all you need is a a compatible external drive for for uh, older media. Well, probably yeah. industrial machines as well, because the chip that my hand 386 uses, they're basically built for industrial machines. Um, and I bet you those that indu- makes sense. And and my hand 386 has a three has a USB port in it, so it makes sense that those. It's like a whole computer on a chip, um, and uh, it makes sense that they would, you know, build some kind of USB functionality in there. So probably for those things too, I would think. Um, I mean, you hear stories about, God, what is it like? Some school district somewhere in Illinois or something that's still running their entire student database on an Amiga. So <laughs> seriously, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, it was something like that where like the school district is still running an Amiga for some reason. I think it's like maintenance or the student database hey, or if something. It works. I'm, I'm seriously though. I mean, but again, like these industrial machines use old, old tech, like but condensed into a single chip, and apparently it works. Um, so maybe that's why they still make. USB three, um, three and a quarter inch, three and a half inch drives. I don't know. 
but you could probably probably hook up some kind of five and a quarter inch thing to a USB thing and make it work. I don't know why you'd want to, but you probably could. <laughs> I wonder if that, I wonder if that could be done anyway. Um, so those are some good game source and I really hope you do get a handle. I know, I know you're working on it and I do hope you get a handle on your depression. It does take a while. Um, don't get discouraged. I, it's as easy for me to say, but I was there too. I, I was at one point, you know, in the, in the grips of horrible depression. And so I get it, you know, it just, if you keep chipping away at it, you will break through. You just got to keep chipping away at it. Um, I mean, I was, I was there before, but, uh, you'll get there again. Uh, you'll get yeah, there again. It's, it's, it's simply, it's simply part of the game. Yeah. It's just, a, it's, put it that way. it's different cycles. I'm sure winter isn't helping, you know, it's probably see, it's probably some kind of seasonal element there as well. Um, so, um, we're here for you, man. If you need us, <laughs> and that goes, uh, appreciate it. and that goes to the rest of y'all too. We are, we, we really want to help ever support all our community's mental health. So if you need to vent about something, uh, don't hesitate to hit us up in the discord. You know, I mean, we're here to help each other. Uh, again, that's how we're going to get through these interesting times we live in is if we help each other and, um, it, it takes a village. I, I I know, I know it's a stupid saying, but it's true. It takes a village. Um, <laughs> stupid saying, but it's, it's accurate. <laughs> All right. So Jacob, how are you doing and what are you playing? Oh boy. Well, <laughs> for starters, I've been trying to not die of some kind of sickness for, a, for over a week now. Oh crap. Which has uh, caused what? me to be, which has caused me to don't worry, I won't die, but I'm still sick. Oh, so you did catch something. The- so you caught something? You you got you have a thing? Yes, I did absolutely ca- catch something, and I've been unable to partake in lectures for a week at this point. Oh, crap. Oh, are, are, are they letting you uh, make up the work? Like, can you do it remotely, or uh, uh, how does that I work? I will have to... It works, <sighs> by, it works by virtue of I provided... Uh, of I provide a doc a doctor's note to my professors and we figure it out when I'm finally back, which might still be a bit. <laughs> oh, I, I know that feeling. I was when I was in middle school, back when I was a kid, I was out of school for three months at one point. Um thanks to a doctor's note, so I get it. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> the best part of that is when I got to go back to school and not take Gym for six months. Ah, lovely. I went to the library instead. That was such good times. <laughs> such good times. Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. It's not COVID though. You just have like a, a regular kind of cold flu thing going on, <clears throat> right? So you don't, it's not COVID what you have. It's something else, right? Nope. I did. I did test myself for that. I, it's something else. Equally annoying, but. Less deadly. Well, that's good. That's good. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to be wearing masks forever after this pandemic because I've not had a cold in knock on wood in ages. And I think it's a lot of, a lot of the reasons because I wear masks everywhere. (laughs) There is a reason why many societies in much of the world continue to use masks and use them well before COVID was even a thing. Yeah, exactly. Masks, masks freaking work. You know, 
I lived in Korea for a year and a half, courtesy of Uncle Sam's army. And when I was there, I, I noticed that very thing. It's like everybody wore masks. And I said, what is going on? Now I know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yep. It's consideration for other people, which is a thing that just so happens to be uh, an alien concept to some people in the u.s uh we have such a we have such an empathy deficit such an such a deficit of empathy i mean around the world too but it feels like it's very acute in this country it it feels very acute here maybe it's because i live here i don't know but it feels like we have a huge deficit of empathy in this country and it's i will just say there there are some behind the bastards episodes that lead to exactly why that is oh did and, you uh, did you hear the did, did you hear the one about orange county recently oh yes oh my god i I, yes. I mean i knew i always hated orange county we're talking about orange county california by the way not florida fyi uh behind the bastards just did a two part episode on um, how a lot of the modern American Republican Party got its origins in, or- in Orange County, California. And, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can't stand Orange County. I hate it every time I go there. And I'm going there again on Friday. Uh, why do I do this to myself? But um, I didn't know how bad it actually was. Whoo. Yeah, well... Let's um, not go there. Is it a silly place? Yeah. Well, Thorsten, I mean, <laughs> you want you want to hear something funny? I'm from a town called Springfield. Laugh it up now, I know. Are the Simpsons from there? No. Um, so I'm from a town... I'm from, I'm from a town called Springfield. And in Pennsylvania alone, there are, I think, six Springfields? So, uh, yeah, we, we don't have not a lot of creativity here in America where a lot of our city names come from other countries. Uh, <laughs> Take your pick. Or state names come from new con- other countries like New Jersey. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, I, I anyway, that that's a whole nother podcast. Um, so anyway. Uh, so Jacob, I'm. Um, I'm hope you're. F- Are you on the men now, though? Are you feeling better at least? Better, yes. Great, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know about you. I don't get sick often, but when I do get sick, it. It's like it's it's ca- it's like it's catching up for all the time I I wasn't sick, and it just knocks me on my butt. But it's also maybe because I'm male, and we're notoriously babies. Whenever we get anything worse than the minorest of colds. <laughs> <laughs> at least in America, we are horrible babies. Um, but yeah, when I get sick, it usually like I'm out for a few days. Um, <laughs> See, normally I don't get sick, and when I get sick, it typically isn't anything bad. Uh, but this time, something just decided you are the, you are not going to go outside for a week. Die? Do they? Okay, so. Forgive my ignorance. Do they have flu shots over in in Poland and all the all that stuff? Yes, uh, I am also a son of two medical doctors. I have every conceivable vaccine available in this country. Okay, I, I, I had did, them since they were available. I don't want to assume, so apologies for asking. I'm a. <laughs> but I'm yes, a, we do. We know I'm, we have both. We have flu shots, so we have a a thorough array of. Uh, a wide, yeah, a wide array of various uh, mandatory and non-mandatory vaccinations, and I have all of them. Okay, so you have non-mandatory vaccinations because what, what, what's, what's, what? 
I was thinking about because apparently due to COVID, fewer and fewer people are also getting the, the flu, their flu shots here in the, the States. And I'm wondering if that's uh, a worldwide phenomenon. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it might be a it, it might be a phenomenon here. It's not a phenomenon with me. I I have no idea. Well, I'm just wondering if because yeah. fewer people are getting these shots, is it making things more prevalent and easier to catch? Do you know what I mean? Like that's what <laughs> that, that that's what I'm wondering. Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that's true. No, no worries. No, it's it's late. It's late there. I get it. Um, it's so, late and I, it's late and I'm sick. Yes. Yeah. So what are you playing? If you since you've been sick, what have you been playing? A uh, bunch of stuff on on and off as usual. Uh, Dominion Six came out. It lives <laughs> and it is. I saw you bought that. I, I, I bought not, it. I'm not gonna See, buy I, it. <laughs> I bought it and I was and I'm now slightly annoyed. Insofar as I bought it full price, and then apparently there was a 15% launch sale that they uh, that the developers forgot to add immediately. Oh, so can you refund it and then get the launch launch price? I can, but I can't be bothered. <laughs> Fair, utterly, utterly. I yeah, get that. Yeah, I totally it's get al- that. It's also it's also Dominion Six. It it warrants full price, even if it's fifty USD. Uh, but only to me. Yeah. Everyone else can abs- Everyone else. Any everyone else can go. Oh yeah, that's a bit. That's a bit harsh. I'm gonna but be the honest. Game is very good. I watched a Das Tactic video on it, hoping like maybe this time it'll click if I watch one of his videos on it. And I watched his video, it like, didn't. no, I just shouldn't. I'm just not. I, I've bought three, four, and five, and I've never clicked with any of them. And I'm just like, okay, this is a thing I have to learn about myself. I'm not smart enough to play Dominions, so I'm just gonna accept that and move on. <laughs> now, if it makes you feel better, I'm not very good at it. <laughs> But I do enjoy it. And Dominion 6 has made... Okay, Dominion 6... I'm very happy because the game has made some adjustments that sort of tailor the preferred playstyles and how the game was supposed supposed to be played, roughly. And it's tailored them more somewhat towards how I played Dominions 5, which made me suck at it slightly less. I'm still not good at it, <laughs> to clarify. Is anyone, though? I... I hesitate to say there are some okay no one has the game figured out because that's mathematically impossible there are people who are good at it I know them and they're insane they are genuinely inhuman by the way Mazgram I will brook no negativity toward Das Tactic he is my favorite streamer like ever I know he could spend a whole hour on a stream talking about the setup screen I know this but that's part of his charm okay (laughs) <laughs> I agree with the notion. I've been, I've been uh, watching his stuff, his stuff more recently, on and off. But and I abs- but I absolutely agree. He's a bit, he is a bit long winded. But again, Logan. part of his charm. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I get it. He's not for everyone. Again, as the <laughs> yeah. sort of person that plays and enjoys Dominions, I am perfectly fine with people explaining something for an hour. <laughs> he knows uh, his that's audience. The thing I'll be playing. He knows that's the thing I've been playing mostly. I've actually been, again, I've been enjoying it quite a lot. Besides that, a bunch of other stuff. I got into a a tiny game that David is going to have an issue issue with because it's not on Steam called Vintage Story. Vintage Story. uh, Yes. Which, uh, how do I put this? I would, you might look at it and see see a Minecraft-like game and you'd be right. But it's a Minecraft-like game for people who are insane like me. 
Which, which is to say, for people who believe that Minecraft had way too much weird, up, weird RPG nonsense and is kind of way too sprawling and over-designed at this point, and, is, and instead want and instead want something where you have to spend like four in-game hours trying uh, trying to uh, g- gather g- gather up materials for a single pickaxe. But it is immensely fun. It is it is very in-depth. I would almost call it simulationist in some aspects. Uh, it also has. Well, well we f- you found the, the HIO page, yes. This first sentence tells me everything I need to know that I will not be playing this. Quote, yes, um, Vintage Story is an uncompromising wilderness survival sandbox game inspired by Lovecraftian horror themes. Yeah, not for me. I mean, I, but trust me, the survival <laughs> sandbox, trust me, the Lovecraftian horrors are less likely to kill you than a starvation in cold. <laughs> That's the kind of game we're talking about. Okay. Yeah, it. it I it, love it personally, and it, I firmly believe that everyone in chat should at least look at it and check it out, and that most of you will bounce off of it inevitably. But, but apparently, chat thinks it looks great. Uh, so chat. But those who who will like it will well will probably enjoy it. I mean, if for a certain type of gamer like you, Jacob, it looks like it is. It will be fantastic for you. Yes, you know. because it contains a mountain of nerd shit. And by nerd shit, I mean <laughs> stuff like stuff like having to roughly understand uh, uh, how geology works to figure out where to find metals and ores and the like. Oh, or man. I mean, that's great if you want ha- it. Oh, my God. <laughs> or actually having to hammer out your equipment. Uh, oh, my and, God. And, and have to figure out, like, metal ratios to smelt them into a... Uh, to smelt, like, Copper and tin into bronze, which again to me really cool. To most people, insane. I I mean, again, I am super glad. <laughs> Moscow's good. It do. does have the upside. It does have the upside of having a really good onboarding, including just a straight up in game wiki. Oh, good. Oh, that's nice. Both, I, an, both an out of game wiki and straight up a one button access to a handbook that explains most of the stuff in the game. Oh, good. Barring some really obscure stuff. Oh, good. Nice. I, I think more that games need that sort of thing. And, that is searchable and indexed. Ooh. And Ooh. Oh, that's great. I'm... Really well designed. Because despite being immensely complex, the game is not desi- the game was not designed by a person who goes, uh, I made this super complex game. Go figure it out, idiot. No. The, the fellow made the fellow put in a lot of effort to, uh, to make the game uh, accessible. By just uh, putting in a wiki in the actual game. I will watch the trailer when we're done, and because I want to, I might buy it just to support that stuff. Because fair enough. Like I, uh, I, it, I go ahead. Hell, it actually got an update. It actually got a big update exactly uh, two hours ago. Oh. Well, I mean, I I want to support developers that take the time to make stuff like that much in-game help. I really appreciate that. So yes, have to and I have out. been. Playing a lot of that recently because I just enjoy it. Nice. Size that on and off with a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, I know what I got, got back into. Uh, I figured out this interesting thing. Uh, uh, basically, I've been playing SWAT 4, Ooh. which you are obviously familiar with. Yes. Uh, yes. Specifically with the mod whose name eludes, Elite, uh, eludes Elite, me. Elite Force? The very same, yes. 
Yeah, that's uh, the big SWAT one. Elite Force. Oh, which, my, God. Uh, oh yeah, my God. It is the big one. It is exceptional. It makes the game it makes oh. the game run better. It makes oh. the game uh, more more interesting. It sort of it unifies the campaign. It adds more stuff. It adds more weapons. It's just and on top of an extremely good base game, uh it just becomes perfect. And I mostly got back into it, uh, because and I have to be slightly negative here. Uh because of the release of Ready or Not, which you I was wondering heard. if that was going to come up because oh, I'm now, ready for I will that. Say, oh, ignoring all the controversies, ignoring all the weirdness in it, ignoring all the uh, like political adjacent stuff, which I could talk about, but I don't have the time for it. The game just isn't very good. Oh, really? On top of all that? Yes. Stupid On political bull that, crap that they. It looks ugh. really pretty, but for some reason, it has some fundamental issues. Like you know how this is a SWAT game about interacting with people and you know possibly shooting them. Every single AI AI in this game is terrible. Literally oh, everyone. And that's your teammates are worthless. They keep locking, they block hallways. They uh, get, they stack up on the weird things. Uh, and then, and then on the other end of the spectrum, all of the enemy AI is like top of the line, thousand hours of quake, uh, uh, one quake shot, pro play, one pro play, shot, yeah, with like oh, literally 120 millisecond reaction times that can track <laughs> you through walls. Oh, six, sh- like six, uh, oh, uh, six rooms over can like deploy the perfect flanking route every single time. Oh. Genuinely, like you're supposed to be all due respect, a, a, a police officer, sh- a police officer beating up and shooting a bunch of like petty criminals and weird libertarians. But it's like you're fight, <laughs> but it's like you're fighting the Navy SEALs, except the Navy SEALs' bloodstream is seventy five percent methamphetamine. Oh, <laughs> God. <clears throat> oh, yes, I've been playing SWAT 4 because of that. I mean, the AI on SWAT 4 is exceptional. exceptional. Absolutely no, exceptional. No, Friends, if you haven't played SWAT 4, it, it, we, we put a link in it. Get the gold edition on Steam. I mean, G, uh, GOG. Uh, it is an exceptional first-person tactical shooter with an amazing... I mean, not only is your teammate's AI is exceptional, the um, the enemy AI is really freaking good, and it's all randomized. And it has and it has working co- and it has working co-op. Working co-op. And the, the AI is different every time. So the map might be the same, but the placement of the perps are different. They're, how they react is, is different every time. So even though the map is the same, you'll get a different playthrough every time because of how different. Yes. The, and it's not just the perps. The uh, civilians can act differently every time. Like sometimes they'll just start Basically yelling. everything except the actual layout is randomized yeah, in some ex- way. Exactly. Like sometimes... You'll run to a, a civilian and they'll be like, oh, God, I just want to get out of here. The next time they'll just start screaming at you and like you have to knock them out or whatever. You know, uh, it's so good. It's so good. Yes. And the Elite get Force it, mod. Get it instead of, yes, get it instead of ready or not, because. Yeah. <laughs> Again, even ignoring the weird political, polit- like politics stuff, which I, I, I don't know if I should ramble on about. Uh, nah, but I nah. can't. It'll get too we, negative. We could take an entire podcast about that, and let's not. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's that. The, the game get itself negative. just isn't very good as a SWAT game, so that's, just don't bother. It's a shame because SWAT Four is—is is it twenty years old at this point? It's—it's got to be close to twenty years old uh, at this according point. According to Wikipedia, it is somewhere in the ballpark of uh, Google is not 
what I think it came out around 2004, right? 2004, 2005. Um, yeah, Uh, 2005. Okay, so it's almost tw- oh my god, it's almost twenty years old. Yes, two thousand five, uh, with the expansion being released in two thousand six. Yeah, uh, the expansion is great. So yeah, folks, get SWAT four, get the Elite Force mod. It turns it into pretty much the best in class game, like it is, of, of whatever small niche genre it is. It's so good, so good. yes, better than Rainbow Six. Like if anyone, mm-hmm. chat, I will fight Agreed. you better than Rainbow Agreed. Six. A hundred percent. I mean, I didn't dislike Rainbow Six, but it's so much more fiddly and not as fun. And and I just that's think also the argument of which Rainbow Six because there's been a lot of them. Oh, there's been several. There have been a lot. A lot of them. But I, I honestly think SWAT Four, in terms of that first-person tactical kind of gameplay, yeah, I think SWAT Four is best in class. Um, especially over, and I did, I did like the Rainbow Six games and the Rogue Spears and and those. Um, but yeah, I think SWAT four is the best. Um, oh, that's great that you're playing SWAT four again. It's so good. Um, that's awesome. All right, David, help us wrap up. Uh, what do you, how are you doing and what are you playing? Uh, first of all, um, I'm having my uh, second week on my internship place and, um, I think it's going pretty damn well. Oh, good. Um, which is pretty nice. I gotta say it's uh, nice when I actually know what I'm doing. That's, uh, it's new to me. And getting some appreciation for it. Uh, today also uh, we had some uh, some snow. Uh, so uh, when I when my shift wrapped up, my uh, car had turned into an eagle. So that was fun to oh, crap. Try, <laughs> try to get rid of all the snow. I should really have t- taken a photo because it it did look pretty funny. Like I couldn't see anything. I was like, oh, yeah, really? my car's under all, under all that snow somewhere. Let's uh, let's start to dry to get out. Oh no. <laughs> so uh yeah i, I should really, really should have taken a photo of that because that that did look a little bit silly uh for gaming well i've been jumping f- back to some games here let's see here but uh mostly let's oh. see here uh mostly lately i've been um slowly going through um the metal gear monster collection that came out uh last autumn here uh which is a little bit, I guess some people probably call it a controversial release because it's Konami and they're probably asking it for the money, basically. And um, but they have actually patched these ports, which is kind of interesting to see. Like they could have probably just taken the money and ran, but for starters, for like uh, Metal Gear Solid One here, then when they released it with its master collection version. They had this blur filter baked into the game, so it what? was blurry. Yeah, it was really blurry for some weird reason because what? they probably didn't want the people to see the jagged pixels or whatever. So they wanted to smooth everything out, everything out, oh. which looked absolutely terrible. Oh. So um, when I bought the game uh, and played it uh, during the winter here, they actually add the, the functionality to change that, so you can disable that filter. So oh. yeah, that's nice. And they did change uh, something else as well. Like you can actually, for now, Fataris finally changed volume controls inside the game. And something I noticed as well when I was playing the game, like there's something wrong with this port of Metal Gear Solid. I mean, there's lots of things wrong with the game. <laughs> like there's almost one entire second of input delay when I play. What is going on? Oh, man. So um, <laughs> I actually just uh, looked it up when I finished uh, my first run here on normal. Like, yeah. Okay, what what is going on here? 
Oh, you also entered the menu controls and changed the response speed from um, from balance to fast. What? What? You have to start up the game again. And yes, what? there's a, sec- a secondary menu options uh, screen inside the game compared to on the main menu, where you can change the response speed on the game to your inputs. It's as crazy as it what? sounds, and it's <laughs> set to slow by default. So, wow, what? yeah. <laughs> Which causes a second of input lag. Yeah, exactly. What? So uh, when I disabled that, like, oh yeah, this feels way better now. Uh, why? Why isn't this the default? Why is this, this even an option? Oh, Konami, like, come on. So I we're don't... not done. I imagine. Why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> didn't they? Didn't they also tie something to the frame rate? You know, the thing you never should do in a video game. Yeah, I guess uh, like most uh, cutscenes are hard luck to a certain frame rate. And also, here's another interesting thing um, uh, with uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 here on Steam if you buy the Master Collection. And if we, like uh, you and me, Jake, would download a game on Steam, we would get the European release. Why is that interesting? Well, it was made for 40 hertz monitors or television, which means we get a lovely 20 frames per second when we play the game. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No. But then they then they added the option to download the American version, which runs on fifty hertz, which should probably be like twenty five frames per second. So we can just download that as a DLC for free, and then we get a little bit better frame rate. It's crazy as it sounds. Yes, you have to download. You have to download frame rate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it sounds like you have to download America. You're welcome. <laughs> The, the jokes write themselves, ladies and gentlemen. The jokes actually write themselves. You're downloading frame rate as a frame rate as a DLC. You're downloading freedom, my friends. <laughs> Genu- <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm at a loss of words, but I've given you my word, so there you have it. Uh, All I can say is to bring back. Wow. Uh, Bring wow. back the the words of J, of James Stephanie Sterling. Thank God for them. <laughs> Konami is Konami, and Konami is the worst. <laughs> yep, basically. Apparently, uh, the Metal Gear Solid has VR missions in this collection. They don't. actually. It's not VR. actually they're VR. Like, it's a DLC. Oh. It's in universe VR. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> they're basically. Don't they should, worry, they didn't, uh, they they didn't should adapt the PS1. They, they did not adapt the <laughs> PS1 game to, to virtual reality, though that sounds like something they would have tried to do and evidently screwed up. They should clarify that. <laughs> no, it's, it, if anyone who is familiar with the original Metal Gear Solid knows about the VR mission. Yeah, uh, VR uh, missions are like add-on content from the, the olden days. So basically, '90s VR, like the show VR. No, 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 oh, no. It's oh, not. It's, oh. it's not. It's not like it's that at all. It's in-game missions, but it's like an in-game simulation thing that are like time trial missions, if memory serves, or like challenges. Yeah, it's oh. think think holodeck kind of deal where you're where you are. Remember, uh, back back when the game was released, this wasn't confusing. Yes, yep. exactly. Exactly. Oh, so it's holod. Oh, so they're not really VR. They're like holodecks. Uh, kind yes. of. Yes. Kind oh, of. Oh my god. 
You won't know because you never you never played the you never played the no I didn't so that's why I'm saying this is confusing to you it shouldn't be confusing we live in the future and we have to deal with the consequences some people didn't know that the future would happen when are we getting our bell riots that's all I want to know when are we getting our our bell riots and uh, (laughs) where's channel ninety. I, I suspect 90? that I, I suspect there are groups of uh, of uh, people who are going to look at any sort of popular uprising uh, <laughs> a, and say, "Is this a, the bell right?" There's a meme about that. There's a meme about that. It's that meme they've where already, a guy already started. We all, that's already started, and we're yeah. in January. Yeah, no. There's a meme yeah. about that. It's that guy looking at the butterfly. It's like any <laughs> and the butterfly is any the, sort the bell riots. <laughs> The bell riots were, according to memory, Alpha were in September. September, so we got a bit of yes. a ways to go. But we also have the Irish unification to look forward to this year. So the, hopefully that'll happen. Oh, yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> 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 oh, and apparently there's going to be a space station, space mission with uh, one of Picard's ancestors. Apparently, oh, uh, right. and the Borg is that when the Borg show up? No, that's later. No, no, no that's think. that's yeah, that's uh, that's the 2050s after World War Three or 2060s, 2050s, 2060s. Oh, the, the the freaking the eugenics wars, right? No, World War Three. That's a different thing. They're both. Ah, that's both, a different from the eugenics. Both wars. things happened in the Star Trek universe, apparently. The eugenics wars, uh, but the eugenics and wars in World War Three, and somehow both were separate events. Yeah, but now who knows? Because the timeline is a little screwy. Because people try and go keep. People try to keep going back and change things. I mean, let's be honest here. Since when is Star Trek known for consistency? Yeah, I do like how they try. Yeah, I do. To be fair, fair, uh, DC Fontana did a hell of a lot for that. To keep things consistent. Yeah, Yeah, trying. Like, it's been a mess, let's be honest here, since day zero. I do like how they they try to deal with that in Strange New Worlds. I do like how they try to address it a little bit. So uh, that was kind of nice. But at the same time, yeah, you got 50-some years of lore. It's going to get messy. Uh, It's get really, really messy. Anyway. Bit of an understatement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was that everything, David? Or did, did we wrap up? Did you wrap up? I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, I guess I can just give my thoughts on the game uh, afterwards. After all the freaking chaos uh, I've gone through to actually play it, um, it's still pretty entertaining, I would say. The story is interesting. Um, it's is solid. It's hard to yeah. screw it up, even if you're actively yeah. trying. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, but it's nice. Uh, oh, sorry. I was Go going to say, would you recommend someone like me who's never played them jumping into them, or should I just... I don't because I don't have the nostalgia, or should I just you you it? don't have you don't have the patience, Brian. But yeah, you don't have you're the probably right. game. I would yeah. like to say um, that you probably could uh, with uh, with this collection uh, download the integral version and play it on very easy, which gives you an unlimited MP5 SD. I do have a Metal so, Gear Solid game. I just never played it. Uh, what's the What's the recent one? Uh, the Phantom Pain. I do or Revengeance ah. or whatever that is. I have those, but I've never played them. I got them in a bundle or something. But I've never. I, I mean, I personally think from the year, I personally the year, think you don't have the patience for the stealth. For for what? Again, so for stealth. It, it's a stealth oh. game. It's a eh, stealth game. It depends yeah. on the game. Like I did finish the thief games back in the day, surprisingly. But I don't know if I could play them in now. In that case, I'd say you should try it and with that in mind. 
This is the point at which I feel obligated to point out that the first three Metal Gear games are on Switch. (laughs) Metal Gear Uh, or Metal Gear Solid? Because, (laughs) (laughs) yes, those are two separate series, except not really. Wait, what? Metal Gear is different from Metal Gear Solid? Yes, yes, they are different. With a side of yes, with a side... Let me explain. It's it's his nuance. (laughs) Oh no, here we go. So Metal Gear was originally on, I believe, the SNES? I think MSX. so. MSX. The MSX. Originally. Yes, the MSX. Oh, and okay. those were the first three games, uh, like, I believe, two or three games on the series. And then the series got semi-rebooted slash sequelized on the PlayStation 1 as Metal Gear Solid. But oh. Metal Gear Solid is a sequel to the Metal Gear series. Yes. Oh, okay. Again, it's nuanced. It's nuanced. You probably won't understand it, and most people don't understand it, even if they love the series. People so, didn't understand it at the time. You will not be at. You will not be far behind. Okay, I right. will clarify by saying the Metal Gear Solid first Thank three you. games are on the Switch. The first three, as a collection. That's probably this, the this very collection I'm talking about here. So yeah. Okay, that's wow. All right. Um, okay, I'm all right. <laughs> wow, that's that is confusing. I mean, uh, I was gonna say you get used to it. No, you just gotta. You don't get to used to it. You just learn to <laughs> not question it after after a long you, enough time because you realize there's no point. How do you keep track of all these things? There's the Metal Gears. There's the, fi- there's the Final Fantasies. There's the Pokemon's. Like, how do you keep track of all these things? You either I, do or you don't. Fair. fair. And most like, don't. Either you like hyperfixate on these and you can like recite every event from memory, or you just don't. You'd like you, you ask you like you, you like people ask you was like which like which Metal Gear was first, one or two, and you like you can't answer that because you're not sure. <laughs> That's the level of I mean, there, there is that one meme of uh, there, there is that one meme of oh I I know fan, Final Fantasy okay name seventeen characters Sid damn it yeah no, that, that's, 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 that's I did set the the bar too low yeah yeah because yeah, aren't the Final Fantasy games on different in different universes so like. They're all yeah, but, but there's almost always a character named Sid I, I, oh. across almost every game. Oh, and it's okay. a different, and it's a different Sid character. Every... Yeah, oh, so, it's a, yeah. okay. I say different because it's usually the same character <laughs> archetype of like an old of like an old guy tinkerer sort of yeah. person. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. Look, it's and and also no one knows what a horse is. Everyone rides around on like. Oversized yellow turkeys. <laughs> those are like the, the two uni- <laughs> That is a way to describe them. <laughs> those are the two unifying factors. Except in some games, horses are real, but people use the turkeys anyway. <laughs> God. Wow. I love it. Well, One okay. of the great mysteries of the universe. The cho- horse is real. The chocobo. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> The only Final Fantasy game I've played. Okay, I played Tactics on the Game Boy Advance way back. Really then I good. Played, yeah, it was excellent. But then I played fourteen. That's the only two I've. Those are the only two I've played. Um, I did enjoy them. Also, really good. Um, 
So, wow. All right. I guess that's time to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking for an hour 20. We should wrap it up. It's late for you guys. Uh, that's going to yeah. do it um, for today. Now, uh, folks, tomorrow is iffy because I ha- they, u- they moved our usual work meeting till Thursdays, and I might want to just get up and do laundry because I usually do laundry on Thursdays. So we'll see how I feel in the morning. Um, if I do decide to stream, it's going to be Patreon. If I don't decide to stream, well, we'll see you on Friday. Uh, <laughs> For more F-117. Um, so, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us uh, today, friends. Next week on the show, we're going to be talking economically focused space games. Uh, something Yay. I have less experience with because I'm not very good at trading, but there are people, there, there are co-hosts and people here that are very big on it. So that's what we're going to talk about next week is uh, economic and trading focused uh, space games. Uh, so friends, thanks for hanging out with us today. Great chat. As always, please, if you haven't yet, we we're talking about it earlier, get all your shots, just get all your goddamn shots, wear your masks. Uh, we're still in a pandemic. It's not over. Um, uh, we don't know when it'll be over. So just get your shots, wear your masks, take care of yourself and each other. For God's sakes, we live in a society. And, uh, thank you as always to our patrons who literally, you know, keep the lights on around here. And uh, with that, we'll see you back here next time, folks. Have a great day and be well. Bye-bye.